Hi, and welcome to this episode. Are you in alignment? Robin says that we are either attracting or repelling others based on our universal vibrations. She shares that our emotions are there for our learning, and with self-awareness, we hold true power in our choices. As always, before we jump into the interview, I'm going to share a little bit more about Anchor. So please stick around and enjoy the show. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea on Confidence Rides. I'm your host, Tanya Tyler, and my today, today's guest is a, a master holistic healer, and she's got a lot of information that's going to help us figure out just what we are in alignment with, or even if we're in line with, with you know, the universe itself. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Ms. Robin Mateg. To explain what is it that a, a master holistic healer does? What is that? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. So when I say master holistic healer, what I'm talking about is that we need to take care of all parts of ourselves. And, you know, sometimes we compartmentalize things in our life and we think about our work, we think about our home life, whether it's family, friends, social life. But really, all parts of our life need to come together so we're not feeling like we're a bit scattered, that we're different in one place than another. And I know when I work corporately, I did have a long time of, you know, learning to integrate and just to be myself. And I found it very freeing, right, becoming an entrepreneur. It's like, then there's no, what I felt were expectations, which is not something we want to have. We want to feel really comfortable with ourselves and who we are so that we can be in alignment and be and do what we want to do in the world. So physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And we have our physical body and then we have the etherics and those around us, the energies around us. So it's about balancing that so that each part of ourself is talking to each other. And so there's different ways we can do this. There's lots of different tools out there. And my background is psychology, counseling, conflict resolution, different energy systems. And I've really focused in the last few years on using the motivational map process and the Enneagram, which gets to our core personality and helps us to see beyond those ego defense mechanisms that came in at such an early age to make us feel safe rather than getting to the core of who we are in that pure essence of what joy we bring to the world and our gifting. Right. Because we're all unique. Right. And so we need to celebrate that. And we don't always. And I used to do a lot of speaking about relationships because basically everything is relationship, right? As soon as we come into the world, we're in relationship. We don't have a choice. It's required for us to live. And So often relationships go badly because we think we need to be a certain way or present a certain way. And then we build up resentment and anger and we don't have the close relationships we want, whether it's personal or in business. And, you know, all the psychology, all the studies are showing 
business is all about relationships and it's kind of the new trend if you want to say around business is this is how we know like and trust someone is to build that relationship are they trustworthy do they follow through are they congruent so if i meet someone at a networking meeting and they sound great they're acting a certain way but then i see them out in public and they're doing something else that's against that view they gave of me then that's going to be inconsistent and it's going to be difficult for me to accept psychologically so i may not know why i don't want to connect with them anymore but that's what's happened as we see they're different they're not being who they are they're not being authentic right we hear that word authentic being thrown around so much these days and what that really means is knowing what's important to us and living that in alignment so unless I know what that is, how can I be in alignment? Right, right. So I, I know you talked about just on, for those who don't know, we did meet at a networking event and we, we I think we, we um, our energy synced up pretty good. <laughs> so how much do you um, really uh, put an emphasis on your energy that attracts or um, I guess just, uh, detracts repels yeah repels yeah in your relationships well it's very true because everything is vibration right back to einstein he talked about everything in the universe is vibration so we're constantly vibrating out what we want to attract like attracts like so if i'm holding light on something so for example i teach the metaphysical class so we're standing in our power in our light and i actually shift people's vibration during the course and someone doesn't want to see that, they're going to be repelled. They don't want to be shown what's going on in their mind that isn't really maybe truthful. Right. And so they'll actually shy away from it. So yes, we're attracting like all the time. If you think about, often we'll find people similar, like we, we both also do legal shield. So that's, that was one thing that we have that mindset of justice and helping others. So that's something that we both vibrate. So this is what attracts us to people that are, are similar to ourselves, but we're also mirrors for each other. So for example, I was just doing a motivational map with someone this morning and I said, oh yeah, because we're the same Enneagram type and stuff. So I really kind of got her world and I said, yeah, this is how I handled it. And this is how, what I see come up for myself all the time. So when I can tell stories and, and show people that, yeah, this is just what is coming up and, and how we view the world, then that's how we connect, right? The story and the authenticity, because our brain is made for story as well. Right. So how do you, and I, and you know, I studied a little bit about, um, you know, if you feel like you're having um, resistance in a person, you, you mentioned it being a mirror. How do you deal with, I mean, is that like a sign saying, you know, maybe there's a quality here that um, that's rubbing you or how does that equate to, um, you know, a personal, I don't know how to say, like maybe something you need to reflect on. You yeah. Know, how, so these are lessons for ourselves, right? This is what relationships are all about. And, you know, funnily enough, when we first attracted to someone in a romantic relationship, often the opposites attract because it's something we want for ourselves. If that's that really nurturing person and I see that and it's like, I don't do it for myself, then I might attract them into my life. But then all of a sudden I get irritated with that because they're mirroring for me 
that I'm not doing it for myself, but I don't actually realize it in the moment. So it, it always reflects back to us. We need to separate what is my lesson, what do I need to learn here from who is that person, right? It's like the people who have that strong endorphin connection and it's with friendships too. There's always a chemical change. And so we have that initial attraction. And then as that stuff falls away, we see them more for who they are. And we think, oh, they're not who I thought I was. And this is a place where a lot of people get stuck and actually leave relationships rather than going deeper. And is it something about me? Did I have that kind of rose colored glasses and I saw them a certain way? Are they just being human? Am I allowing them to make a mistake? Am I so hard on myself? I don't allow myself to admit my mistakes. Or is it something that is just not in alignment with my values and who I am that we are not able to work through this? But having honesty with ourselves and with the other person, it's like the more specific we can be, the better. So, you know, maybe we've now we've met here and then we end up meeting again. We go out for dinner and you say something that I don't know, political or something that I don't agree with. And how can we stay in relationship and still have our differences that, you know, it might surprise me, but then it's like, get curious about that. Oh, that's nice. What is it about that that is important to them? Because often we can get underneath what that overall thing is, because there's always good and bad people, behaviors and everything out there, right? It, it doesn't, whether it's religion, politics, uh, communities, whatever it is, people are people. We all have our different ways and our our own woundings. And we play those out in our life, hoping to have someone to help us to move beyond that. But we need, the first step is the awareness. So if I start to ask you deeper questions, like, why is that important to you? And then go to that next step, like, oh, that's interesting. How has it affected you in your life? Things like that. And then I start to get a broader picture of who you are. And you're not just this one-dimensional person or two-dimensional person. They start to see more of who you are and can actually look at you and your spirit of who you are. And rather than just the the humanness, right? Because we all have that spirit quality. And if I can look beyond that to who you are and see that this is, we're just two souls here doing the best we can And can we come together and build a relationship? But I also have choice. So maybe one thing that you really highly value, I don't. So our values don't mesh and it may stay a more superficial relationship than going deeper. And that's okay, right? We need to be okay with ourselves making those decisions and knowing what's correct for us. Not everyone's going to be our best friend or, you know, the, the love of our life or whatever it is because they're just people and we can have so many people. Some people like to have lots of kind of more, just more people in their life. Other people it's like, give me two or three very intimate people that I can talk about anything with. And that suits me. So we're all individual in what's important to us. Right. Right. Well, when you, uh, when we talk about, uh, you know, these um, diving into the relationships and stuff like that, how do you know if, um, if it's, 
you're you're letting your ego take more control. You know, how do you know when to step back and say, okay, this is an ego thing that I'm tripping on? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, usually there's some kind of charge on it energetically, and we notice that when we start to either get angry or some kind of reaction rather than just being neutral. So, for example, someone's late. And, you know, depending on what's happening, it could be for me a sign of respect in my time. And if I'm not triggered by it, I'm going to be able to say that and speak my truth. It's like we had an appointment at three o'clock. You didn't show up till four o'clock. And that does not work for me because my time is valuable and I don't feel like you're respecting my time. But if I just get, oh my gosh, you know, you're such a jerk. And, <laughs> and you know, we, we blow it out of proportion because what happens is we don't always deal with our emotions we get afraid of dealing what we think are kind of negative emotions. All emotions are there for our learning and to actually help us to be who we are. And actually feeling our feelings is where we gain our power by feeling our feelings. This is how we know if we're in alignment with what we want. Right. And what we see out there is so many people, especially with anger, anger has never been really explained or taught to people well in our societies at least in the northern north american culture and so <clears throat> there's this place where people act out road rage or do these things and what happens is we stuff down these emotions and stuff and stuff it and don't deal with the actual situation and then it has to blow up at some point so this is the way that they feel distance from their anger but have to express it because it's there in the unconscious and what happens, it becomes shadow. And this is part of the work that we do with the Enneagram is bring the shadow to light. Another example is jealousy. I don't want to feel jealousy. But there's some reason it's there. It's to tell me something. So if I dismiss it and put it away, it's going to still be there in my unconscious. And it could sabotage a relationship or something in my life that I actually want. So if I actually look at it and see, oh, I want to talk to you. Jealousy, what are you telling me? What are you all about? And then integrate that and see what the positive regard was in the first place. And for example, with jealousy, it could simply mean that I have a desire for something. So instead right. of being jealous at that person, I have a relationship with my own feeling. The relationship comes up. Oh, jealousy is here again. What do you want to tell me? Yeah, I really desire that too. I wish I could be down in California with my friends doing some stuff. And right. it's just not possible right now. And mm -hmm. so it helps me relax and not put it more into the shadow and have it more in my unconscious. I actually get to bring it up and see it. And especially anger, right? Anger a lot is around boundaries. It's to tell us something is doing something we're not comfortable with. Again, boundaries are not taught. It's starting to be a bit more, you know, around the sexual abuse and stuff and, and owning our body when we're kids. But there's so many other boundaries that are not kept. Uh, time, different things like that. So I like the Brené Brown uh, definition. What's okay with me and what's not okay with me. So if anger is coming up, check in. Is this a boundary that's being crossed? If it is, mm -hmm. have I actually expressed it? Or am I too afraid to speak it? Or what's going on that I don't feel comfortable doing that. 
You know, it could be a family member where you're being different from what you used to be and you're setting boundaries and, and you've dealt with some stuff in your life and you're willing to be more responsible for yourself. And they don't really like it anymore, right? They, they are used to you being a certain way. So we also get pushback where, you know, we, we want to be different and we need to realize that just because we moved along, other people in our life are going to have some time integrating that too. So we have to hold that boundary a bit stronger at the beginning. It's like, no, did you hear my no? <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right. Um, and, you know, we, we hear this all the time from women. It's like, we're the ones that pick up the pieces and step in and the volunteer and everything without even thinking sometimes it just becomes automatic and then it's like then you build up resentment and stuff and then you have to step back and it's like oh you know i've double booked myself or something <laughs> so dealing with it up front it's like you know i need to set a boundary maybe i need to say i need to check with my other things and have some criteria to go through so mm -hmm rather than just expressing it in the moment. This is one of the things with the motivational map. We look at whether you're high growth, achievement, or relationship. And for high growth people, it's like, make decisions right now, not thinking necessarily about the consequences. You know, these are kind of the shiny object syndrome people that, oh, that looks wonderful. I want to participate. Let me jump in. And it's like, oh, how am I going to afford it? How am I going to fit in the time? How am I going to get the work done? Blah, blah, blah. Right, <laughs> so right. When you're not in the situation, creating structures and things that will help you in the moment. So having a list of criteria. What is the purpose? You know, um, why is it important to me? How does it fit into everything else? How is it going to affect me financially? Is it going to move me forward in my business or my personal life? You know, everyone's list is going to be different. But having that to go to and just taking that breath in the moment, and that's a learned behavior where normally we just react. It's like learning to take that breath and just settle in and just go, hmm, what am I actually feeling right now? Right, right. Like, oh, yeah, I made that criteria sheet. I, my brain can think again with some more oxygen in my brain. <laughs> and then I go to that list and say, well, those two are okay, but no, these five things aren't really going to fit for me. And, or maybe I need more information. Right, right. Something I've really worked on for myself is feeling like it's okay to ask lots of questions. Sometimes we feel like we're, we're going to get called stupid or whatever our background is where we were not really allowed to ask questions. Right. So it's like giving your gift yourself a gift of asking what you need, getting what you need, knowing what you need and being able to ask for it. And that's so important in our life and in our relationships, because the stronger we are in ourselves and what our wants and needs are and can express it, then we can come together in a much more mature level. Right. That's, that's so important. And I, like I said, I want to really ask you, because we're wrapping up in a few, for a few more minutes. What would be the one thing you want to leave the listeners with? I would say really everything begins with self-awareness. So whether it's something that I do in one of my tools or someone else does, 
that first piece is awareness and it's really difficult to do it our, on our own. It's like we're inside the picture frame, we have our blind spots or we're like the fish in water and we can't see what surrounds us. It's just so normal for us. So unless we have someone to actually help us to see a different perspective, we continually have that lens. So whatever you can do for your self-awareness to help with your growth, if you, if you really want to become more of who you are, because the more we uncover those layers, the more we're true to ourselves and are, we're going to be happier and have healthier relationships, which studies show give us a longer life and a healthier life. Right, right. So I, there's a lot of information and I can't believe how fast time has flew by and hopefully you can come back because like I said, there's a whole wealth of information that you have for us. But where can people find information about what you do and your services and, and maybe find out uh, maybe some of the special offers you might have if you have any? So my website is alifeofchoice.ca and I'm in Canada. That's why it's CA, just to twig people who are listening from the US and thinking, oh, it's .com. No, it's .ca. So I just like to emphasize that. And I have a business page on Facebook, which is Robin McTague, Master Holistic Healer. I'm also on LinkedIn. And one of the books I was in, every, the one thing every mom needs to know is going to be free on Amazon for Mother's Day from May 10th to 15th. And my chapter is Partner Conflict Resolution. And I do have a gift in there that the link doesn't work. So you can contact me directly. I'll have that link on, up on my Facebook page pretty soon. And you can download the bookmark so you can have it with you and take it either on your fridge, your purse, wherever you want to have it. Well, thank you, Ms. Robin, for all your wisdom and your insight. And thank you for coming on to, today. My pleasure. It was wonderful. And like I said, I would love to have you, maybe we can schedule you to come back because I think, like I said, you have a wealth of knowledge, especially about relationships. I know, especially maybe coming out of this corona, there's going to be a lot of um, how do we deal with some of the stress uh, of being so quarantined for so long. Could build a, a psychological issue that maybe needs to be addressed. So I, I could see us maybe having a conversation a little bit later on. Sure, sounds great. And for those who tuned in and listened to us, we are going to be coming back um, in a couple of weeks because we're going to be starting season two here shortly. So thank you for joining us so far. And again, thank you, Robin, for all your insight. And I wish everybody a safe return as we get back into this COVID-19, um, getting back into things. Is there anything you'd like to say to the listeners as before we, we, we uh, turn off? Just remember, this is one of the things I love to think about is instead of alone, all one, A-L-L-O-N-E, instead of alone. And whether that's whatever you call it, spirit, universal love, whatever it is for you, you're never alone. Thank you, Robin. That's beautiful. And again, thank you. Check us out. The best thing you can do for us is watch, like, share, and subscribe. And thank you for tuning in for Coffee with Tea on Confidence Drive. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. 
I want to always remind you that feedback is welcome. Email us if you have any show ideas or guests that you'd like to see. Links will always be provided in the comments. Please share us with your friends. And remember, take things in stride. Go with the flow and create your own path. And again, thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye.